What's the good word, my friends? Leo Cannell here, today's Seven Figures Club podcast. Today's topic, a very important one, and one you need to ask yourself often, it's who do you want to be? I mean, we always talk about who did we want to be when we grow, we're growing up, and when I'm all grown up, I'm going to be like this, or I'm going to be this or that person. And obviously, as we grow, things change. So answering that question is the key to creating your dream business and life. And how and who you identify yourself as is going to decide your future. And the last thing we'll take a look at is once you know who you want to be, now what do you do to actually become that person? Let's get going. There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S. and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. All right. Hope you guys are having an amazing day, a great week. This is uh, always one of the busier weeks for me. Uh, once a month, I do trainings for our, our funding partners. Uh, you know, every every Tuesday, every Thursday, and one out of the four to five weeks there are in each month, I'll actually have to do three trainings. Where I'll do, I'll do a monthly training later on a Wednesday, so that we can get uh, quite a few people to attend that. And so last, uh, you know, yesterday was Wednesday. And so it was the uh, the bigger, longer, later training that I do once a month. And the key to kind of doing these these trainings, I mean, you always want people to be engaged. And so I think we had about uh, 60 people on the training last night. And I was kind of monitoring. I was, you know, at the beginning, you're just so nervous that you're just kind of running through it and you don't really check the stats of, of who's attending. Are they staying? You're just trying to get the message out and do it, you know, very powerfully and not screw up and, and hopefully inspire some people to take action, you know, in the training. And on this monthly training, I will always invite, you know, those who are regular apprentice or funding partners, kind of at the beginning stage, I'll invite them to take the next step and become an executive partner. And so I was watching, you know, how are we doing? And, uh, and this time I really tried to pay attention to engaging the audience more, to getting them to take action, to type in the chat box, to, you know, answer questions that I asked them. And I, I started to watch numbers and we hovered pretty close in between 55 and 60 people for the entire training. And I, I looked at the time and I'd gone about an hour and 15 minutes and everyone was still there, which I thought was, uh, was pretty remarkable because you never know how good you're really doing, you know, with some of these uh, trainings and, and webinars and, and so forth. So, so that's what, uh, what's been going on here. We've got uh, some exciting things we're working on. We're working on doing one of these seven day challenges where we're going to do a seven day challenge and uh, challenge people to learn more about the funding industry and see if it's the right space for them to go all in and, and build their own funding empire and utilize our programs and technology and software to create their dream business, dream life, et cetera, et cetera. So that's what's going on here. The home front, you know, my kids are busy. My son just got back from his uh, soccer tournament in Phoenix. 
daughter's doing her dance. Uh, my oldest son's graduating from high school, which is crazy, in just a few months here. And he's uh, been accepted to the University of Utah. Looks like he'll probably go there with his friends. And he's going all in on his music career. And the youngest, too, are you know doing their thing as well. So hope you guys are doing well. And uh, interestingly enough, our training last night was on the, street, the three steps to building your funding empire in order to pr provide an epic family life. And I was showing pictures of our family, you know, traveling to, to Playa del Carmen, uh, the Caribbean coast of Mexico, and, and uh, boating. And boy, as you look outside, and boy, this is this week where Texas has been uh, frozen and people are dying and the power's off for three million people. And so you start looking at those pictures of you in paradise just a few months ago or boating season, and you start to, you know, really kind of miss that warm weather. So I'm sure it's uh, coming back anytime here very soon. But today's topic is all about who you want to be. And it's funny when we're young and we're kids and we're growing up, we always think about this, right? I'm going to be, you know, for me, growing up, uh, you know, in the 80s and the 90s before, I think really before entrepreneurship and tech companies really became cool, you know, at that time you had Bill Gates and Microsoft. I think we all had respect for what he had done. And, uh, and Steve Jobs uh, was just starting to, you know, take over Apple again at the end of the 90s and take it back to where, you know, to where it is now. But at that time, I mean, it was all about, uh, in a lot of places, you know, becoming a rock star, becoming a professional athlete. And so growing up in a small town where, you know, there are limited ideas and half the town lives vicariously through the high school football team or the high school basketball team, you know, I really was all about uh, football. And, you know, I wanted, uh, I watched uh, Steve Young a lot. I wanted to be you know, an NFL quarterback, and I put all the time and, and energy into the weightlifting and the training to kind of become that person and learned a lot about discipline and goal setting. And, you know, you, you set goals and you work towards them every day. You can achieve them. You can become, you know, a starting quarterback on a, on a little tiny high school team in, in southern Utah. And that was who I thought about becoming. And then as you grow older, you kind of lose that concept and you disconnect from it and you get busy in whatever job, career, or even a business that you're in. And for me, I, I didn't think that much about, you know, really intentionally and deliberately taking the time and writing down and meditating and talking to myself, who do I actually want to be? What kind of life do I want to live? I think 95% plus or more of us just kind of get stuck and go through the actions. Maybe we get married. Maybe we have kids. We have responsibilities. For a lot of us, uh, we have student loans. And so there are all these decisions that we don't really get to make anymore. We're kind of in that scripted life following you know, the traditional stuff that everybody tells us to do, to go to college, to you know, get that good job to hopefully make enough to retire. And we don't ever get around to intentionally thinking about who we want to be when we grow up, what kind of specific life we'd like to lead. And most of us live by these excuses and, well, the government this, the economy that, you know, things are stacked against me. I don't really have the flexibility to make that choice. And we're lying to ourselves. We all have the opportunity 
to take time. And the problem is that most of us are wasting our time because we're swiping through social media on our devices, consuming instead of creating. We're streaming the latest Netflix or Amazon show, which is great for them and bad for us. And we aren't even thinking about intentionally and deliberately creating the life that we dream of. And so a few years ago, I really started to pay a lot more attention to that. And boy, too bad I was already, you know, 34, 35 years old when I finally started to get back to thinking about who I wanted to be. And who I wanted to be is I started to learn from some of the people who have achieved greatness in, in entrepreneurship, the Elon Musks of the world, the Steve Jobs, the Jeff Bezos, you know, the Russell Brunsons, Grant Cardones, Patrick Bet Davids. I started to you know, define that I wanted to become a great entrepreneur. I wanted to create financial freedom specifically for my family and have enough money invested in cash flow assets that, you know, no matter what, I'm good. Whatever happens with the economy, whatever shifts, you know, my family is, is living an epic, a great life, uh, and we can travel and we can go, you know, boating all the time and wakeboarding during the summer and snowboarding during the winter and live the the life that we really you know want to lead and but actually think about what it's going to take to do that and so answering that question is the key to creating your dream business and life because before you can create that dream business and life you've got to define you know what you want that business to become or who you want to be as an entrepreneur as a, a father a mother a parent you know whatever your role is and you think about those things intentionally and you do you your chance for success goes up because the majority of people don't they don't take the time out to really think about who they want to be and you can look at it from a health and fitness standpoint right so you know when i was about uh 25 26 27 years old I was building my first, you know, multi seven figure business and real estate and, and mortgages and, you know, was on top of the world, thought I was doing great. And physically, you know, health wise, fitness wise, I was not in great shape. Right. I was starting to get uh, a double chin, which was terrible. I was, you know, overweight, not terribly overweight, but maybe 30, 30 pounds instead of weighing about 185 i was around 215 and not healthy and we were eating out all the time and i didn't understand nutrition and i had bought a, a Bowflex, one of those little you know those machines where you have the bands and and thought that that would be enough and and they're like hey do three 30 minute workouts a week and you're good and i would do that and i was not good i was not healthy i was not not fit but because I had defined in my mind when I was in my teens that I was going to be an athlete no matter what and fitness and working out were important to me. And because I had that identity, that's who I identified as, even though I was not in shape, I didn't see myself as that person. And then I started to find out more about uh, Beachbody.com products, and I started to do uh, P90X. And this was, you know, P90X is a 60-minute workout you do six days a week. And uh, then I started to try out Insanity by Sean T, and that was the most crazy, insane workout. And then, you know, you keep on trying to keep it uh, real. And really, as I look back over the past 12 years, there hasn't been a week that's gone by that I haven't worked out at least, you know, four times a week and most of the time five or six times a week and i've locked in a lot more on eliminating 
you know, everything that's not good for your diet. And really it's, it's just focusing on eating fruits, vegetables, you know, very lean meats like, like chicken, like turkey, like fish, avoiding kind of the red meats that are hard to digest. And if you focus on those three things and avoid the carbs and the sugar and the white breads and pastas, then you'll get fit. And that consistency is what builds it. But for me, it all started by asking myself who I wanted to be from a health and fitness standpoint and who I identified myself as. And then you start to, you know, create evidence in your life that, yeah, this really is who I am. I'm a workout warrior. You know, every time I go on vacation, I always make a point to work out. Most people don't. Every Saturday, I try to wake my kids up and work, you know, make them work out with me because that's, that's the evidence. That's the evidence that I'm creating to reinforce to myself that I'm an athlete, that I'm a, a fit guy, and that's, that's an example, right? And so then the same thing is true in business or in the life that you want to create. You start to define, well, who do I want to be? Well, if I want to be an entrepreneur, well, sometimes I'm going to have to work on the weekends. Sometimes I'm going to have to you know, work uh, late at night. I'm going to have to create projects. I'm going to have to take risks. I'm going to have to become a better leader to inspire my team and to create valuable jobs where they have an opportunity to create their dream life and uh, and not limit their income, give them opportunities to you know make uh, money always with more opportunities. So there's never an excuse where they can come and say, oh, you've, you've put a ceiling over me. I can't do more. Oh, yes, you can, because I've created all these additional opportunities for you. And so you start to define who you want to be, and then you start to take the actions to get you there, right? Because how and who you identify yourself as is going to ultimately decide your future. Like that's how it works. You define who you want to be and now you start to identify yourself as that person and then you begin to take action every single day towards becoming that person. There's a, there's a show on USA, I think it's still on, and it's called Queen of the South. And in this show, it's uh, about this lady who's from Mexico, and she kind of grows up around the drug cartels, and and then she's kind of uh, married to uh, a smuggler guy who is a drug trafficker. You know, real nice guy, loves her a lot, is her husband. And one day, you know, she thinks he gets uh, killed. He actually doesn't, but she goes on this journey where she crosses into the U.S., she's basically a slave in the drug trade, and she starts to move up the ranks and then eventually you know, runs away from there and starts to create her own drug trafficking business. And I'm not advising that you start a drug trafficking business, but stay with me here. As she's going through this process, she begins to create this persona, this image of this badass queen of the South, drug lord lady, you know, queen of the, the drug trafficking. Um, and if you've ever watched Narco Wars, it would be really similar to uh, Griselda, who was the uh, known as the queen of the South, I think, and lived in Miami and Colombia. And she actually taught Pablo Escobar, you know, the, the entire drug business. Of course, he became the biggest uh, drug trafficker uh, in the world and, uh, and so forth. But but she has this identity, and so she sees herself in these sophisticated, you know, beautiful clothes and walking around with her sunglasses on and getting out of limousines, and she's got her security detail, and she starts to imagine. And so each time she's faced with a difficult decision where she wants to take the easy way out, 
all of a sudden, you know, in her imagination appears the badass person of the future, the queen of the South, and she looks at her like, hell no, that's not what you do. You are a badass, you know, bitch, you're going to go do this, sorry for the cursing, but but that's how she sees herself as, and, it, and each episode she goes through and she keeps making the tough choices and decisions to reinforce that someday she's going to be that badass queen of the South, right? And so you sit down and you start to build out this persona who you're going to be. For example, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, love Kobe Bryant, but as he was trying to become the Kobe Bryant he wanted to become, you know, the next Michael Jordan, the first Kobe Bryant, he started to define this alter ego called the Black Mamba. And the Black Mamba was this guy who, when it's crunch time, he's killer. He's going to take you down. He's going to dunk on you. He's going to hit that step back three with five seconds left. And I think we can all agree that the Black Mamba became a real thing. And he won uh, additional championships, five total championships. He was always relevant. He was always pushing to become the best basketball player on the planet and uh, creating this legacy. And then he started to do it in entrepreneurship. And he won an Oscar for creating these, uh, these awesome short uh, stories and, uh, and productions. And just an amazing example of someone who, who knew who he wanted to be. He went out. He defined it. He created an alter ego. And then he worked relentlessly to achieve that persona and become that person. I think we can all agree that he achieved that and did that. And so it's the same thing, you know, with us, right? Once we know who we want to be, now what do we need to do to become that person? And when we're faced with those daily choices, those weekly choices, now we can start to see, oh, let's see, my future badass persona self would not be impressed with this choice. I need to make the harder, better choice. I need to put the time in. Boy, this is actually inspiring me just talking about it. As uh, you know, you see yourself, and maybe you're you, you're chartering jets to you, you have your own event, and and you bring an awesome keynote speaker. So you start to I'm starting to visualize this future me who I want to be right now, and now it's motivating me on a today's basis to take the action to assign myself the task to to do the bold thing. And it's not necessarily just the hard, but it's like the bold thing. You're putting yourself out there. You can fail and you're okay with that because you're moving towards becoming that future self, that badass persona that you want to become. And there's no doubt that this is how many of the most successful people that we know they saw themselves, they identified themselves as this type of person long before they actually were overnight successes. And overnight success, Will Smith says, takes a decade, 10 years. I don't think he's lying about that. And so that's that's the good news. Once you know who you want to be, you define who that person is, then you can ask yourself, well, what would, what would this person do, right? If you're trying to become the best uh, version of yourself who changes and transforms people's lives, you know, like the very best person in the history of our planet ever did, Jesus Christ, then you'll ask, well, what would Jesus do in this moment? And then you make those decisions based on what he would do. And then in entrepreneurship, you start to ask, well, what would Elon Musk do right here, right? What would Jeff Bezos do faced with this decision? What would Patrick Bet David do to, you know, reinforce and provide the evidence to yourself that you are going to be this future badass person. But it starts with the decisions you make today. But before you even make those, 
define who you want to be, and now you've got a chance to actually become that person. Boy, this was a fun podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And more importantly, I hope you take time today, set aside 15, 20, 30 minutes, go somewhere quiet, somewhere quiet where you can meditate. Take uh, your gold journal. If you don't have a gold journal, I'm holding it in my left hand here. Go get yourself a gold journal. I've got one for each of my kids. And write down those goals of who you are. And write it in present tense, like I am this. I wrote this book. I have a, a $10 million a year business. I've got 50 employees who I love and, and I inspire to lead their best life, to create their dream career. Right? I, I've helped thousands of clients you know, create their own dream business because I got them funding. And before I did that, like that was something I defined. So go out in that quiet place today, define who you want to be, write it down in your goal journal, and look at it and update those goals every week. And I promise you magical things will happen. Are you looking for more seven-figure secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession-proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F-I-G-U-R-E-S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession-proof. Thank you for listening, and if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five-star and invite others to join the club.